now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Well, hey there, and welcome back in to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you for another week here in 2019, our 20th year of broadcasting the show. Thanks for joining us uh, however you access us, whether it's on iHeart, iTunes, TuneIn, the app, uh, however you hit us up uh, on one of our affiliate radio stations as well. Thanks for joining us on the Real Golf Radio Nation. Dave Glauser, our producer, pleased to be alongside Bob Casper. Newly uh, minted amateur status. <laughs> we used to we used to make such a big deal about how we had the golf pro, and then there was me. Now you're just one of us regular ams. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. <laughs> you know, it's pretty interesting. I uh, I just started thinking about it last year, the the end of last year. Um, talked to my boys because you know both of those guys are pretty good players and amateur, amateurs and and that kind of thing. And I said, hey, I'm thinking about. Get my amateur status back. I haven't played in a professional event for probably four or five years, and they said, "Yeah, do it. Then we can start playing in, in tournaments together and stuff." So they want to get together and maybe play some four ball stuff and that kind of thing. And yeah, that'll be fun. I said, "I said, yeah, be fun." So I uh, went through the process and filled out the application and talked to the local section, and then. Uh, the question is, is do you feel a little less or a little more now since you got that letter? I don't know. <laughs> You've been a professional for how many years? 30-something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of cool. I'm anxious to actually hear a little bit about the process of what goes into getting one's amateur status back Yeah. and and all that. So we'll have to talk about that. There's definitely some things surrounding the USGA to mention, and uh, we can we can discuss that as well. So yeah. I'll, I'll hear, I'd like to hear more about that. Uh, coming up later on this hour, Dave Neville, our good friend from Callaway Golf, senior brand manager, he'll join us. We're going to talk uh, some irons and uh, specifically focus on wedges, uh, the new uh, Phil Mickelson PM Grind is out the yes. brand new wedges from callaway are out and there's some technology built in that yeah it looks a little unconventional because it is a little unconventional but i think it's something you want to pay attention to and consider putting in your bag for sure uh the caddy rex hoggard as well from golf channel joins us on the back nine uh just getting started stay tuned more real golf radio right around the corner Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology, they're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do... Thank you, Golf Course Superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags 
set a new standard for what carp bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Chrome Soft isn't just another tour ball. It's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low-compression, low-spin tour ball, others said... They might be onto something and try doing the same, but they can't. Because ChromeSoft is the only ball engineered with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the greens. See for yourself why everyone is playing and loving ChromeSoft. Order the ball that changed the ball at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for being with us. Uh, There's a lot to talk about today. We're excited to talk uh, about the L.A. Open. We don't have uh, 10 straight hours that we have to talk like the guys have had to play uh, over the last uh, rain-soaked uh, first round and, and a half, I guess you yeah, could say. Yeah, part of the second round, yep. Nearly a whole round and a half because second round, some of the guys have yet to even tee off out there. That's correct. That's correct. It's a grind, Bob. I, you know, you look at that and people say, ah, you know, professional golfers, yada, yada. But I'm telling you, man, t- the Tiger and that group, uh, over eight hours out there on the golf course, mm-hmm. You know, playing through you know conditions where there rain gears on, rain gears off. You're standing the whole time. You're walking. Um, it's it's it cold. It gets cold. Yeah. You know, just because it's L.A. doesn't mean it doesn't get cold when That's those right. uh, rain and storm fronts come through. And so, you know, it's it tigers. Watching Tiger out there, you could tell it it took a little bit of a a toll on him being out there that, that amount of time and. Uh, the rest of the field as well. Even even Justin Thomas, who's what about 20 years younger than Tiger, he's out there saying his legs are tired. He's gonna go get some sleep because they're back out early this morning, 7 a.m. Yeah, they got to finish it up and then they'll have a, a long rest. In fact, they probably won't play today. Um, well, I well, once it, they finish, I guess it could. Yeah, I mean the, the the second wave goes off about what eight o'clock. So if they can get that done by one, maybe they get everybody back out, repair and yeah, and go uh, in that third round. They'll get after. some golf in again today for the third round. 
Well, but they good. won't finish today, and then it'll be another long day tomorrow. Yeah. So. But but it's a grind. I mean, it's a grind on the caddies. It's a grind on the players. You know, t- lots of fresh towels going in and yeah. out, and you know, rain gear coming on and off. And, and that's as a caddy, that's the worst. That's the worst thing of all because you've got everything in the golf bag. You've got lots of towels. You've got you know extra gloves, extra balls. I mean, you got everything. And then to have to have to have the bag on with the hood on it, you know, to keep the gloves, clubs and grips dry, and then the umbrella, and you're holding that, and, you know, it's just, it's difficult. And you're wet, and you're cold. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, it's a, it's like I said, it's a grind for these guys out there. And, but. and then as a player, you know, especially on that golf course where you're playing Kukuya grass and that kind of thing, it's 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 spongy. Especially in the fairways and in the rough, it's really spongy, so the, the ground gives underneath you a little bit more, which requires a little bit more effort when you're walking and that kind of thing. And when you're out there eight or ten hours, yeah, your leg, your legs get really tired. It's a so. tiger. Uh, Rex Hoggard's going to join us in the back nine, hour number two. And he, in his article that he wrote, uh, noted that Tiger went at two par fours with three woods. Yes. Yeah. And he just quipped that. Yeah. <clears throat> and didn't reach been- the green. It's probably been since he was uh, a young amateur yeah. that he ever went for a couple par threes, a right. couple par fours with a three wood. Yeah. <laughs> Saw crazy. Justin Thomas go at a par four, the 18th yesterday, in his second round, his ninth hole of the day, but the 18th hole, he went at it with a three wood. Unbelievable. And balls are just hitting, stopping. Oh, They're yeah. Getting Ball flies out and hits the fairway stop. Yep. So that makes It's kind of like Pebble Beach last week, mm-hmm. you know, how soft that golf course was. In contrast to what it's going to be like when they play the U.S. Open. Mm, I'm glad you brought that up because we got to mention Phil. Uh, big win for Phil Mickelson last week. And what does that mean? Uh, for 48. Phil? It means he's going to shoot 48? No. Oh. At 48. His, right, what, right, 45th right. at 48? 44. 44 at 48. Yep. There you yeah. go. 45, uh, you know. Think if, he, he, if he picks up win 44 at Pebble and 45 at Pebble in this year, that yeah. would be quite a... Exclamation point to his yeah, career. That would be. Make, make him the oldest major championship winner, right? Can he get to 50? At 48, oldest major championship winner, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he said earlier his goal is to get to 50 wins. Yeah. And then he started talking like, you know, maybe it's not possible. The amazing thing is, is that, and I guess we're going to go into Phil a little bit here. Uh, I, I want to skip, I wanted to do that in the next segment. But the amazing thing about Phil is this is the first time in six years yes. that he's won in the U.S. Yeah. You think about his win at the 2013 Open Championship, mm-hmm. and then he didn't pick up another win until Mexico last year. Correct. So, I, I mean, that's a that's a big gap, big stretch for him to come out. And now five-time winner at Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. Also a cool stat, and I tweeted that out as well, that um, your dad was involved in, Billy Casper. Phil and, and so Tiger had the most wins in California, 14. Tiger, or, or Phil Mickelson and your dad, both San Diegans, right. at 13. And now with that win at Pebble last week, vaults him up to 14 along with Tiger. So Tiger and Phil, two, uh, both of them with 14 wins, the most uh, in California. And your dad second now, or I guess third it would be. So... One back. So Phil and my dad, both born in San Diego, <clears throat> born and raised in San Diego. They both had 13, and Tiger, born up there in L.A. area, Cypress, he has 14. Yeah. yeah, Cyprus. So, California boys. Getting it done in their home state? Getting it done. Yeah. 
So pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll talk more about Phil Mickelson and what that may or may not mean for Phil when the U.S. Open rolls into Monterey and 17 Mile Drive and Pebble Beach. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about that. But continuing with the LA Open, uh, your thoughts? Uh, I mean, it is a good-looking leaderboard. Great players. It is a uh, great-looking leaderboard. Justin Thomas, by the way. Man, that guy is a mutter or what? I mean, he's going out there making everything mm-hmm. and just going around like it's a perfectly sunny day. Yeah, 14 birdies. He shot 10 under par for two rounds. 60. Well, so far, he still has another six holes to play. So um, Justin Thomas at 10 under par. Adam Scott, another mutter. Um, he's at 10 under par. Let's not forget a few years ago. I, I can't remember how many years ago, but um, he won the golf tournament. It was only a 36-hole event. Um, didn't Won the golf tournament, but didn't get actual credit for the win because of actually, yeah. 2005. Yeah. So, what, uh, almost 15 years, 15, 14 years ago. So, pretty An crazy. An unofficial victory. Yep. That's kind of – you know what? We talked about this back at the time in the show. We've been doing mm-hmm. this for a long time. But I remember that in 2005, and, and we talked about how this is an unofficial victory. Yeah. But guess what? Money still spends. It was official money, baby. <laughs> As in, it officially went into your That's bank right. account, right? That's right. Uh, J.B. Holmes at nine under par. He he. Sh- what did he shoot? He shot 63 in the in the opening round, and and uh, um. Yeah, but that was a tighter tournament record. Yep, low. Yeah. Yep. Luke List, Jordan Spieth was the first one in the clubhouse at seven under par, and then J.B. Holmes. Um, uh, ended up beating him by a shot. Jordan Spieth shot 64. Then you got Keegan Bradley, John Rahm. Um, there's a lot of good, a lot of good players up there. Tony Finau's at five under par. Uh, it's a great leaderboard. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau is uh, is up there too. He's at four under par. So it's great to see Bryson back here playing. He's had some success around the world, yep. and now he's back playing again on the PGA Tour. He's one of the hottest players. So uh, yeah, he's by, by the way, he almost had a little Sergio moment. Did you see that? He backhanded in oh, a bunker yeah, that and bunker? took out a big old chunk, chunk of uh, sod on the side in the, the lip side. of the bunker. Yeah, yeah, that was nobody said anything. No, PGA I mean, Tour might. Yeah, we'll never hear about it. Tiger Woods at uh, one under par. It's pretty. In, it, it was interesting to watch him because he got two over par pretty fast in his first round, and then he made four birdies in a row, and then um, ended up shooting one under par, and then got to three under par in the second round, and then made a couple bogeys um, in his last few holes. But he's he's playing with Justin Thomas and uh, Rory McIlroy. Look, there was a. I don't remember which account. Someone threw up a little Twitter poll of who's going to you know win this week and they mm-hmm. put tiger phil or the field and i was like are you serious yeah and i clicked on it just because i wanted to see what people were saying so i click on the field of course which is a no-brainer yeah and the majority had tiger and phil was second and the field field was third and i'm like <laughs> you're out of your mind right first of all this is a golf i i, I don't know exact stat i gotta look at it but there, there's a there's a stat around Tiger Woods yes. that when he's played a golf course, I think it's at least six times yeah. that Riviera is the only golf course that he's played at least six tournaments and has not won. Right. And he loves the golf course. He's come it's, out and said that he loves the golf course. He loves the layout, everything about the golf course. He has just not had a lot of success there. And if you think he's going to come out here and all of a sudden break that at, right at, his, that ship, at this age, yeah. and not not to mention that, but in the in the weather, yeah, I mean it's exactly. uh, yeah, it's it, that was a big ask if anything, and I don't think you bet on it. In fact, he's got to still make the cut. Yeah. Tiger and Phil have to have special weeks to win now. Yeah, it's not like they're going to win all the time. That's that's a good way to put it for sure. So anyway, we'll continue talking more about this and get into Phil Mickelson. It was a special week for Phil last week. Stay tuned.
Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway, the number one driver on the PGA Tour this week at the Genesis Open, the number one driver on the LPGA Tour in Australia, the number one driver on the Champions Tour, the Chubb Classic, and 38 epic flash drivers in play on the European Tour. Global domination by the new epic flash. 
and flash face technology from Callaway. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. And again, congratulations, uh, guys, on uh, number one on tour. Spend some time on a fulfilled event that uh, they can claim that. So super excited. A lot of hard work. Well done. We'll hear more uh, about that coming up next when our buddy Dave Neville joins us, uh, senior brand director, uh, senior director of brand management, rather, for Callaway. Uh, so stay tuned. That's about 10 minutes away. And some uh, insights under the hood look at the new wedges from Callaway. It's fun to talk about. Yeah. That. Love it. All right. Uh, so we, we mentioned um, uh, the way things are playing out here again at the Genesis Open. It's uh, It's been a bit of a slog fest. Nearly all of Thursday was wiped out. And so it was a lot of... Um, was a lot of wait and 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 play and mm-hmm. uh, on Friday and and uh, really a t- kind of a tough end of the draw for those guys who had to be out there all day yesterday and then up early this morning 7 a.m. to resume um, their play and finish up round two and then the rest of the guys still waiting to tee off round two. Yeah. Big yeah. stories in the, after day one was Jordan Spieth out to that 64. Right. And then Tony Finau two shots back and they've yet to see any action. That's right. I mean, I mean they got the whole day off yesterday. Which is certainly the better end of things. Yeah, I would think so. From an energy standpoint, yes. for sure. Yeah, but they're gonna they're gonna have to turn that around today. Um, they're, you know they're gonna play 18, maybe another. Maybe another... But if they um, have a good round in the second round, think about it. If they have a good second round, they'll be near the top of the leaderboard or yep. leading. Yep. And so they're going to be last off for the third round. Uh-huh. So it's likely they might just play 18 holes today. I think they'll probably try, if they can. They'll try, for sure. I just if they can, I think they'll try and get as much golf as as they can in today. Well, that's, they could split to it again. Yeah. So if they split to it, then, then the leaders will go off. Yeah, that's you're right. right. That's probably what they'll do. And they'll get as much in as they can. They'll finish up that final that third round on Sunday morning mm-hmm. and then re-tee again and finish finish up on and probably Sunday. again go split tees like they did at Pebble last yep. week. Yep. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it, even though Pebble had to finish the last two holes on Monday. So <laughs> that was that. That's a very good segue into what happened at Pebble last week. Of course, that was after we were on the air. Uh, what, what was your take on that, by the way? I, I Phil thought, wanted to finish. He wanted so bad to finish. He, which he was completely out of his mind if he thought he was going to finish. And by the way, if you've got a three-shot lead and you're just going to hit an iron off 18, a couple irons in, you don't even need to see anything. The scoreboard will light it up, and you can go out and make a double and still win. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, but completely unfair to anybody else that's trying to chase him, including Paul Casey and his amateur partner who was right. trying to win the Pro-Am. I get right. it, right? But that exchange at the end was probably one of the more entertaining golf TV moments that I can remember, right? <laughs> and it really had little to do with the, the play of the of, of golf. With, yeah. uh, but I, I thought that was, first of all, Phil Mickelson is, he is just a peach. I don't know what else to say, but the guy is... <laughs> To say he's narcissistic is probably not even derogatory for Phil. Like right. He probably would be the first to admit it, right? And yet he has a charm about him, and he's invested so much into the fans that I find Phil just a real pleasure to to just cover. Like I just get such a kick out of Phil. I, I, I've become a huge fan of what he's doing on social media. Yeah. He's decided to just go and – be a golf instructor on yeah. and, and teach all the fans how he does all these amazing short game shots. And I love it. Like I don't, I, I, I genuinely watch it and I, I'm listening and I'm like, can't okay. wait for the next edition to come out. Yeah. And he did. He came out with one. He goes, this is how you win. This is a winning wedge shots. And he did it after the pebble. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's just, uh, it's, tell you what, it's brilliant. Brilliant. it is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's brilliant. 
But then you see him in those moments, right? Now, Phil was absolutely in the zone. It was fun to watch him, and, and there's no doubt about it that Phil is one of the best players of all time. He now has 44 wins on the PGA mm-hmm. Tour. He's he's the second, you would say, second best player of our generation because Tiger's almost doubled him with 80 wins. Correct. And he's, what, Phil's got five majors to Tiger's 14. 14. So, I mean, there's no disputing that, that Tiger was the top dog. But Phil, without Tiger, Phil was... Oh yeah, very dominant. Yeah, and, and just a one of the best careers of in in the history of the game. There's no Correct. question. But he knows it, and he's <laughs> so anyway. My point is, is I, I get a kick out of him. Um, but the way he played uh, was was super impressive. But then he gets down to this whole idea that he thinks he's gonna finish. Paul yeah. Casey's wondering if he's gonna finish the 16th hole. <laughs> yeah. And Phil's like, we're gonna finish the round. And Paul's like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not even sure I can see well enough to make this four footer. And the funny thing is, on TV, when they open up the when the iris, the, the yeah. iris on the on the cameras and stuff, it looks like, oh, what are they stopping for? It yeah. looks fine. And then when they close it down, it's it's like dark. It was dark. Yeah. It was dark. It was dark already. Like if they they would have been playing 17 in the dark, let alone 18. 18. Yeah. And Kate, Paul Casey's like, look, I would love to play two holes and a and a, and a putt here in six minutes, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So if it's not going to happen, what are we doing here? Yeah. And Phil's like, I, I, I can see just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can see just fine. And Paul Casey's just laughing. The looks on their faces, I the know. nonverbal stuff that went on in that whole exchange. And Slugger White was yeah. in the middle of it all, and he handled it as well as you can handle it. I mean, it just, but it was such a – oh, my gosh. I – I was so entertained by the whole exchange just because you knew what kind of dynamics and personalities. Paul was absolutely in the right. Yes, correct. He was level-headed. Mm-hmm. He was concerned about his amateur partner and his own finish, by the right. way. And his amateur partner made a great putt on 16. And apparently there's a whole lot of to do about that whole sandbag and amateur partner. But well, nonetheless. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I my dad played in that event for years and years and years. And that event, that event is known for that. Yeah, it's known for that. Even Jim Nance, who probably on the air has to be like one of the nicest guys uh-huh. on the air. I don't. Uh-huh. We've spoken to Jim several times off the air, but I mean that guy re- rarely has anything. I mean, if if he's going to say something negative, he's going to sugarcoat it in a way. He's going right. to say it indirectly, not just. He isn't rarely. You don't hear any, him come out and say anything directly negative about mm-hmm. anybody, but. He just, <laughs> the way he kind of danced around, he, so he, this is the way Nance described it, just really quite impressive how a 13 handicap, you know, playing alongside the likes of Phil Mickelson and Paul Casey just continues to hit wedge shot after wedge shot, sticking it in there, spinning it back. You know, I mean, that's the way he's kind of like. 13 handicap. Yeah, yeah, 13 handicap. Yeah. He's probably right on, give or take 10 shots. Yeah. He's pretty much right on yeah. other than that. Yeah. Yeah. So you talk about. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> regardless, but uh, anyway, that exchange, and I think Paul Casey was definitely in the right. Yes. And you know what? This is the thing you got to love about Phil. What did he do the next morning? He owned it. He did. He apologized for yep. the way he acted. He thanked Slugger White for the way he handled it. He thanked Paul Casey. He said Paul was the one thinking level-headed, and he said no, you know, no, no um, doubt about it. That yep. sometimes I get in my little bubble, as he called yeah. it. And I just wanted to go, and he said it was absolutely the right move. You know, and the interesting thing was is that the conditions were so much easier 
on Monday morning. Yeah. Fresh greens, no wind on the 17th hole. I mean, guys were having a hard time hitting that green, just hitting the green on 17. And both those both those guys hit it in there like I I think Phil hit it in there like 12 feet and missed the putt for birdie. Paul hit it in about 10 feet. I mean, yeah. they both stuffed it in there. Yeah. It was a stripe show. Yeah. And then and then finished it off, but uh you know, Paul Casey shoots one under par in the final round, shot 71. And Phil Mickelson shot 65 and and beat him by uh, three shots. And think about that. I mean, you go back to when when he beat Tiger uh-huh. at this event. I think it was the last time he won, and he shot 64 in the final mm-hmm. round. Yep. So, all right. So, let's that that aside now. I mean, and and again, hats off to Phil Mickelson. What a what a fun guy to watch. And and he just, I think he wishes that he hadn't committed. I think had he known he was going to go on to win last week, he wouldn't have committed to play Genesis this mm-hmm. week because it wasn't on his schedule. He was a last, you know, last minute sort of, um, you know, uh, commitment. But I, I just wonder if he he wishes he he hadn't played. But nonetheless, getting this win, his 44th, his fifth at Pebble Beach, as we said, ties Marco Mira for the most wins in this event. And and I mentioned 14 now in the state of California, just passing your dad and, mm-hmm. and tying Tiger for the most. Uh, with all of that said. What, if anything, and I couldn't help but think, because Jim Nance makes the call, winning at Pebble Beach, the year that the U.S. Open is at Pebble Beach, yeah, and how he desperately wants to win the U.S. Open, complete the career grand slam, six times a runner-up, he's come oh so close. And then, of course, the question is, it was asked, you know, what, if any, does this thing, does this do for you? <laughs> and he said, absolutely nothing. nothing. Do, you, do, you, do you buy it? I, I think it does something. Well... But First of all, nothing. yes, he, he was able to win, so that, that helps him. But the golf course is going to be totally different than what it was this week. I had a friend text me, and he goes, what's the difference between this golf course now and what it's going to be like during the U.S. Open? And what it's going to be like during the U.S. Open compared to what it was last week is this golf course is going to be a lot drier. The ball's going to run out a lot more. Um, a lot more of the, the ocean is going to come into play, like on number six, that kind of thing, um, because they're gonna they're gonna cut down the rough down the right hand side, which is interesting, yeah. Um, and so it can it can it can get a bounce and roll off and go into the into the ocean. Um, the greens are gonna be a lot firmer. They're gonna look they're gonna look brown. They're gonna be bumpy and and you know because of the poana and the time of year and that kind of thing. It's just gonna be a, a way different golf course. It's probably gonna be at least ten to fifteen shots tougher. Hmm. On the golf course. So, last last week, all they had to do was hit driver off the tee and then... Throw hit, darts. Throw darts, even yeah. if it was out of the rough. Yeah, you thought Phil so. shot 19 under. Tiger shot a, uh, 12 under to yeah. win the, the Open there yeah. when he won in 2000. So, yeah, stay tuned. Chrome Soft isn't just another tour ball. It's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low-compression, low-spin tour ball, others said... They might be onto something and try doing the same, but they can't. Because ChromeSoft is the only ball engineered with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the greens. See for yourself why everyone is playing and loving ChromeSoft. Order the ball that changed the ball at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. 
Apex irons are the ultimate Forge player's distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. I gotta say, this is a stroke of genius. The new Stroke Lab putters from Odyssey are engineered to build a better stroke. Odyssey completely rebalanced the putter by using a multi-material shaft that moved weight towards the head and the grip. You'll feel the difference immediately. With every putt, you'll actually be building a better stroke. And a better stroke is what makes more putts. The new Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Learn more at odysseygolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. It's once uh, again an opportunity to go inside the actual creation of the brand new clubs from Callaway Golf. And this is one of my favorite things. Bob and I talk all the time, and he laughs at me a little bit. But I love to find out about how these things are made, what the new technology is. Being a gearhead is one of my favorite things about being a golfer. It's one of the things that gets me excited about a new season is the new clubs that are coming out to do some research, to go out and hit them, find out what works for you and how it can improve your game, and then putting it in play and seeing the results on the golf course. It's super cool. It's super fun. And so we're once again really excited and pleased to bring on our good friend from Callaway Golf. He's the Senior Director of Brand Management, Dave Neville, once again here on Real Golf Radio. Radio hero Dave Neville. How you doing, buddy? Good to be with you guys. Hi, Bob. Hi, BT. Gearhead, uh, that is a very apt title for you, absolutely. <laughs> yes, it is. 
I'm okay with that. I, you guys have to be, although it's your job, I get it, right? So you're around it all day. So, uh, you know, by the time launch comes around, I know you're enthusiastic, but you've also been through the war on getting these things through production, design, and all that goes with it. But uh, the rest of us are just sitting here with bated breath. And so super cool that these things are out. And we've, we've, we've got to recap briefly because I, I think we talked a little bit about irons and woods last time, but we didn't get into wedges. And I want to spend some time talking wedges today. But briefly, uh, real quick, how has it been so far? We talked to you back in January. How has this launch been with Epic Flash and the Woods? Oh, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, we're getting great feedback from the fitters and the retailers. We had an incredible opening uh, weekend for the, for the Epic Flash. And then on the, on the PGA Tour and the tours around the world, the Epic Flash has been absolutely on fire. In fact, Callaway is the number one driver at the Genesis Open on the PGA Tour this week. And it's been a long time since we could say that in a full field event. So we're really proud about it. But also the number one driver on worldwide tours the last six weeks in a row. So every week since the start of 2019, we've been number one on worldwide tours. So the conversion rate to Epic Flash has been absolutely amazing. Congratulations. And you keep producing winners. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Phil obviously uh, winning last week, and we'll, we'll dig into uh, his wedges, you know, playing with 3 p.m. grind wedges. Xander Shoffley winning with the Epic Flash in the first week that, that he put it in. So, And we'll see what happens this weekend as well. Yeah, you never know. So Epic Flash uh, available in the driver, fairway. Um, the hybrids, Now they, they, you didn't come out with a hybrid, right? A little bit different on the hybrids this year. It went Apex, huh? Yeah, so on the hybrids, we tend to launch it with the iron. So we have okay. the Apex iron, so we have the Apex hybrid to go along with it. So there's no Epic Flash uh, hybrid, uh, at least not yet, as they, as they say. Um, but it makes sense that so many people buy combo sets of hybrids and irons that you would launch those together. That does make sense. Now, uh, because we yeah. haven't talked about that previously, tell us about this, because I actually, when I went through my fitting, and I hate to always weave myself in here. Actually, that's not true. I love weaving myself into this thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I ordered one of these Apex. They're a little smaller, a little. They're really, really cool. Like I'm excited about this. It actually, I went with a loft, little higher loft uh, than I normally would on a hybrid. But because it's so compact, it really swings like a more of a player's iron feel. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So it was designed to be a better player's hybrid. You know, a lot of better players, um, they don't want necessarily the adjustable hosel on there, and they really don't want a hybrid that goes left. You know, the, the, a lot of better players say I, every hybrid I hit goes left. So we, we really changed the, the CG, the bias of this hybrid to make it more of a neutral to fade bias, you know. So that's our number one plate hybrid out on tour. Like you said, small shape, but it does have the face cup in there, and it's got jailbreak for the very first time. So really, really good ball speed off of that hybrid. Nice. Uh, Dave Neville, Callaway Golf, joining us right here. Okay, so let's get to the irons. Uh, this is uh, super exciting. You guys have uh, launched the irons already. Uh, talk about the lineup that you have with uh, bringing back the, the Apex and Apex Pros. Yeah, so we've got an incredible lineup, one we've been working on a long time. It's been about three and a half years since we launched the, the last uh, Apex, and that was the CF-16, did incredibly well for us, but we were not going to launch a new iron unless we really had something better, and we've got that with the new Apex 19 and the Apex Pro, which was the one that you were fit into, uh, Brian, 
an absolutely gorgeous, beautiful iron. It's, a, it's a, our statement iron. It's our BMW, our Mercedes, but a ton of tech under the hood. So we've got the face cup in there, a MIM tungsten weighting, which means we have custom tungsten weight for every single iron in the set, urethane microspheres for incredible sound and feel, and a new technology called Spin Control VFT, which gives you a little bit more spin, and you're, you're longer, and you're, you're scoring iron. So tons of tech in the new uh, Apex and Apex Pro irons. Okay, so, so tell us a little bit about, along with those, on the lower end of the, the set, um, wedges, um, PM grinds, and also the Mac Daddy 4 wedges. Yeah, so the PM grinds are uh, just launched this weekend. You know, Friday was the uh, the launch date. Obviously, you guys saw last weekend what what Phil did. He had three in the bag, 54, 60, and and 64. This PM grind is a collaboration between Roger Cleveland, who's arguably the best wedge designer of all time, and Phil Mickelson, arguably the best short game um, of all time. So when they get together, they're producing something really, really special. And it's really geared uh, around three shots, Bob, and that is the knockdown shot. You guys saw Phil hitting that all over the course at Pebble. It's a higher center of gravity. Uh, it's a higher toe. It allows you to really control the trajectory. There's a little bit more offset in the new PM grind. So that's the knockdown. Then the hit and check, the two-hop stopper, the spinner. Uh, so we got grooves all the way across the face. We've got an offset uh, groove and groove technology, which means as you open the face, these micro grooves in between each of the grooves are going to be straight. So you're going to get more spin around the greens. And then the third shot is the flop, Phil's famous flop. This is the easiest wedge in the world to hit flop shots with. It's got a tight radius. You can slide the club right under the ball. Phil loves to do that. So just making those three shots really easy to hit, whether you're a tour player or, or a regular amateur golfer. So I love that. There's a couple things. You, you breeze through those pretty quickly, but you're talking about the grooves within the grooves. You have to kind of zoom in if you're at CallawayGolf.com, but you can see them. They're, they're actually little grooves. So as you said, when you open that up, now the groo- those grooves within the groove are square. I think that, I mean, that's brilliant. I don't know why no one thought of that before. Yeah, so a suggestion from Phil. So Phil, you know, he loves to open up um, the wedge, and he saw the ball, you know, it'll tend to, like, ride up the face and go out towards the toe. So he was pushing for the grooves, the main grooves across the face, and then these micro grooves, which we first introduced in Mac Daddy 4, they're micro-positive, so they actually go above the, above the surface, and we've offset them at 20 degrees. So the closer you get to the green, the more that people open up their wedge. We did a lot of research around this, people opening their wedge 14 to 20 degrees. So we've offset them. As you open them up, they're straight. And we're seeing about five to 600 RPM more spin on lob and wow. pitch shots. And that's pretty significant. Yeah, really significant. And, oh, then, yeah. and then, of course, you talked about the grooves that go all the way up to the toe. Is that is there? I mean, it makes sense, especially with wedge shots where you want if you want that check, it's got to it's got to ride up the face. Is there a reason why traditional wedges haven't had that full um, groove before? Yeah, I mean, and we we've debated it too on, on even putting it in on a Mac Daddy Four. You know, the 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 way that the Mac Daddy Four frames up the ball, that's kind of the traditional way that the grooves go kind of across the the scoring part of the of the club. Uh, but there's a lot to be said to have the grooves across the face, you know, and, and Phil came in and showed us a bunch of wear marks from shots out of the rough around the green. And he said, look at the, the way that the, the ball is riding up the face and moving out towards the high toe. I think we should have grooves all the way out there. And then for amateurs, you know, people hit them. They hit them all over the face. So to have that extra spin, having the grooves across the face, is, it's huge with the PM grind. 
Yeah, and especially when you open up that club a little bit, too. Um, you know, you're coming across the ball a little bit, whether it's in the bunker or whether it's around the greens and that kind of thing, and you always see that thing riding from the middle of the face all the way out towards the toe. Yeah, absolutely. That was exactly what Phil showed us. You know, he likes to open the face and hit all those shots, and and now you've got the grooves out there and the and the micro grooves. So you got a lot of grab on the ball. And when you hit little shots with the BM grind around the greens, man, it is incredible how much spin these have. That's what I'm after right there. I got to get better with those shots around the green, little shots that you can't hit a full swing into. It's a delicate shot, but you need it to have a little stopping power. That's what gets me excited about this. That's why I put. You know, you, I'll be honest. You got to get past the look of it a little bit, right? I mean, to the eye at first, you're going, ah, I don't know. But once you kind of realize what it does and hit a few shots with it, I'm telling you, you're going to be sold. Yeah, we have so many people say they put it down and they're like, oh, I could never play this wedge. And I say, just give it one round. Just try it one time out on the course, out of the bunkers, hitting the little shots, and you'll be a convert. You know, I've I got two in the bag uh, myself, and you will quickly get over the looks of it. And another thing to say, I mean, look at Phil Mickelson. I mean, Phil is willing to try different stuff to help his game, and this is one of the things. And arguably has the best short game in the world. He's not going to have three in the bag unless it really, really does work. Oh, yeah, no question yeah. about it. I, and I'll tell you what, I'll put a little plug in. Go to CallawayGolf.com, watch the videos. And you told this little story about this. I think you maybe posted it on your Twitter feed. But that, that wasn't necessarily part of the shoot, right? You just said, hey, Phil, since we're here, can you tell us a little bit about the wedge? And, like, what, unscripted? Un, uh, he just rips it off? Yeah, see, what was supposed to happen is we were going to do a wedgeication with Roger and Phil, but what happened was the weather, um, and, you know, we, we like to complain about not having sunshine every day of the year in San Diego. The weather was not great. It was, it was raining, so we were limited on time. And I said, Phil, can you just do 30 seconds uh, on this wedge, just so you're really proud of it, talk a little bit about the collaboration with Roger. And he's like, no problem. So he goes into this two-minute uh, deal where he goes through all the features and benefits. First take, that was the first and only take that we did um, on it. And, you know, he's got his T out. He's pointing at the micro grooves. And he just nailed it. And I'm like, how does he know? I mean, how does he know all this stuff? Uh, I mean, he knows it works, but like all the details of what they did for the wedge. So it just shows you how invested he was in the PM grind. It's brilliant. It's absolutely awesome. brilliant. That's why if you're not following Phil on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and now he just launched his Facebook page this week, you're you're missing out for sure. I, I get a huge kick out of it. And, by the way, I feel like it's going to help my wedge game too. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Dave, real quick question. For those that are out there thinking, okay, do I need a new wedge? Do I not need a new wedge? What do you guys uh, – what's your take on wedge replacement? Because I know these guys on tour, they don't mess around, right? They're fresh grooves quite often. Yeah, yeah, it all depends on the player, but a lot of them are changing their wedges every three to four tournaments, you know, which is that's, – that's aggressive for a regular golfer, but they're, these guys are practicing a ton and playing a lot. We would say if you're a, a golfer who plays once a week or if you play 40 to 50 rounds a year – you should be changing your wedges out every 18 months. Hmm. And we see it all the time. We go through these trainings all over the country. People have had their wedges eight, nine, ten years. <laughs> you are giving up two to three to 4,000 RPM of spin. And that is a huge hmm. amount if you have, you have worn grooves. And people will come in and say, I can't spin the ball. I can't spin the ball with my wedges. Well, if you take a chrome soft ball and I give you a PM grind wedge, you're going to be able to spin the ball uh, with your wedges. A lot of people just they need to replace their wedges every year and a half to two years. There you go. 
Good stuff. Hey, Dave, thanks so much, as always, for your time. Uh, you are the man, and uh, it is, it's fun to get that insight. It's like I said in the beginning, man, we're going under the hood, finding out all the details, and there you go. You're welcome. Uh, Dave Neville, Senior Brand, Senior Director of Brand Management for Callaway Golf, telling you all what you need to know about the wedges. Phil will tell you the rest if you go to CallawayGolf.com. Dave, thanks so much, man. Happy President's Day weekend. Enjoy it, buddy. Always good to be with you guys. Thanks. Okay, hopefully much. we'll see you soon. Thanks, Dave. There you go, Dave Neville joining us right here. Stay tuned, more Real Golf Radio next. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800 485 6003. 800 485 6003. Call right now. That number is 800 485 6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992.
You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Again, thanks to Dave Neville for joining us there. Some cool stuff uh, regarding the new wedge and the PM grind. I'm in. It's, in my, it's going in my bag. You're sure. all in. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put I think I'm going to put the 60 in, too. Cool. I've been a 58 guy for years. I haven't played a 60 for, I bet it's been 10 years. Yeah. And my reasoning behind that, Bob, you tell me what you think here. My reasoning is I don't hit a lot of, uh, I don't like hitting full shots with a 60. Mm-hmm. But I find myself with that 58 out of the fairway, it's it's uh, just that a couple degrees aloft makes it feel like I, I'm not going to either fly underneath it or blade it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I just felt like there was so much loft on that I could have a little more utility. And if I needed to open up my 58 and make it a 60, no problem. Yeah. Or 62. Or, yeah. But the the way the distance is going with the with the golf game I feel like you're you you actually do have more shorter shots I find yeah. myself with more 40 50 you know 30 and, and little chip shots around the greens and the greens are getting so good and firm and fast that you have to be able to have some real delicate touch so I think adding yeah. a little bit more loft and some of the utilities that and, and technologies that are in this PM grind I think going to help me hit play a little better around the green Yeah I like that I like that um what so there's a little bit higher toe with the grooves going all the way up in the toe, yeah. which is fine. Uh, for me, I like the look of more of a straighter leading edge mm-hmm. where this is more beveled or rounded. Yeah, that is um, unique, yeah. And a little bit more offset in the hosel. So it's unique looking. It's it, it, For me, it would be something that I would, like Dave said, when people have looked at it and stuff, oh, I, I can't play with that or whatever. It would be something... You'd fall into that camp on first I, look? I would fall into that camp on first look. Yeah. But proof is in the pudding, and if you if if you can play better with, with that wedge and hit better shots and that kind of thing, then, you know, it's all good. Look, here's the, here's the deal. This is not a Saturday morning wedge infomercial. No. That some old tour pro is trying to promote. Right. Phil Mickelson's using it and yes. winning with it, right? Yeah. So there's obviously something to it. He's got three in it. his bag. Right. So there you go. Uh, check it out, CallawayGolf.com. Stay tuned. Back nine's next. Caddy, Rex Hoggard, and more. Radio News with Wendy King. Five people were killed in a workplace shooting in the Chicago suburb of Aurora. They were found inside a manufacturing plant. Five officers were injured by gunfire as they tried to stop the suspect who was killed at the scene, Mayor Richard Irvin. It's a shame that mass shootings such as this have become commonplace in our country. It's a shame that a cold and heartless offender would be so selfish as to think... He has the right to take an innocent life. President Trump has tweeted his condolences to the victims' families. In California, a third storm victim has been found, a man swept away by floodwaters in Sage, which is east of Los Angeles. There's still a threat of mudslides worrying residents in Sausalito. I don't think we've seen a storm like this for decades. And so far, there's three feet of snow in the Sierra Nevadas. You're listening to USA Radio News. Question, do you have a health insurance plan you are not happy with? Well, Bethany and Jason thought they were stuck. Their plan just kept getting more expensive, and Bethany's favorite doctor didn't even take that plan anymore. 
And then some friends at church told them about MediShare. With our previous insurance, we were paying $1,200 a month. With MediShare, we now pay around $600 a month. Yes, they're paying $600 less per month, and that's a pretty typical savings with MediShare. And they actually like MediShare more. I was able to go back to my original doctor that I absolutely loved, and it's just been an absolutely beautiful thing being a part of MediShare. Yeah, so they pay a lot less, and they like it more. No wonder MediShare is growing so fast. Find out more. They're super easy to talk to. All you have to do is call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-B-I-B-L-E, 833-34-BIBLE. Another top aide in the Trump administration has been interviewed by the special counsel's Russia probe investigators. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders has confirmed that she voluntarily sat down and answered questions. They also grilled her predecessor, Sean Spicer, on the ouster of former FBI Director James Comey. The president's declaration of a national emergency at the border sparked protests outside the Trump Hotel in New York. Some arrests were made. Some lawmakers and some states are saying they will fight the declaration in court. The president likely gave challengers ammunition for questioning its legal basis by hinting at the political realities. I could do the wall over a longer period of time. I didn't need to do this, but I'd rather do it much faster. California Attorney General Javier Becerra says he's right. He didn't have to do this. In fact, he can't do this. Becerra says the president is violating the Constitution. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. A top general disagrees with the president over Syria. Here's more from USA's Rick Vincent. Joseph Fotel, the U.S. commander who's been leading the war against ISIS, tells CNN Friday he disagreed with Donald Trump's decision in December to pull troops out of Syria and warned that the terror group was far from defeated. When they are capable of handling this threat on their own without our assistance, that will be another key uh, criteria indicating to me that we have accomplished our mission of defeat of ISIS. And as you sit here today? No, we're not there. No, we're, we're not there. A legendary American statesman is laid to rest. And USA's Chris Barnes reports from Washington. Several days of tributes and services for the longest-serving member of Congress in history, concluding on Friday morning as former Congressman John Dingell was laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery. Dingell, who died recently at 92, had served 59 years on Capitol Hill. On Tuesday, a funeral was held in his hometown of Dearborn, Michigan. On Thursday, a service held in Washington, D.C., where former President Bill Clinton said of the Democrat, He understood that the trust he was given as a member of Congress representing his people was first and foremost a job. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. For USA Radio News. I'm Wendy King.
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's the Back Nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you here. 20 years of hosting the show. Thanks for coming along for the ride. If you're new or if you've been with us for a long time, I love having you aboard however you access the show. Our website's realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf. Give us a follow there. You can find our individual Twitter handles as well, but uh, the show Twitter handle where you can join the conversation, let us know what you think, uh, hear all of the interviews and segments is right there, at realgolf on Twitter. L.A. Open, Genesis Open going on this week, and rain plague just as last week. I'll tell you what, West Coast, and we're not uh, we're just a few hours off the West Coast, and it's hitting us with in the form of snow. But yes. the rain that's been piling through there and plowing through there is hitting the rest of the West, and we're getting a ton of moisture. It's just one of those El Nino-type uh, springs. By the way, mm-hmm. did, did the did the gopher, groundhog, or say yeah, it's spring. early spring? Early spring, yeah. Huh. And then it snows. A lot. Yeah. My guess is, is... Maybe he was just talking about back there in Pennsylvania. Punxsutawney? Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah. Well, there's Punxsutawney Phil, and then there's Pebble Phil. Pebble yes. Phil was pretty impressive last And Pebble week. Phil won. Yeah, Pebble Phil. <laughs> Pebble Phil did win. Yes, he did. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. But yeah, hats off there. That whole, that whole tournament was really quite entertaining and uh, super impressed. Uh, with what he did. Hey, later on this hour, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. Uh, look, the Kuchar caddy thing continues. Looks like we finally have a resolution on that, and hopefully that'll go away. But we'll ask the caddy's thoughts on the way it all shook out over the last week. Rex Hogger joins us as well from the Genesis Open at Riviera, and we'll get his take on uh, what's been a wet and uh, long, crazy yeah. first couple of, well, round and a half so far. Yeah, and his thoughts on the on the Kuchar thing. Yeah, see what he thinks. Kuchar's been hearing it in L.A., and I think it was smart that he took care of some things before he went to the WGC yeah. in Mexico yeah. next week because that wouldn't have been pretty. It's Still too ba- probably not. It's too bad he didn't get out ahead of it right from the beginning. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We have to address it. I, I tend to be one on this show that we don't sit and pile on and try to right. take a hard stance and get angry and all that type of thing or point fingers, stir, stir up controversy. I don't think that's necessarily great radio. Some yeah. people disagree. If you want that, there's other shows to listen to. But we'll give you our opinion, our take on it coming up next. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio.
Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com AI. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. I gotta say, this is a stroke of genius. The new Stroke Lab putters from Odyssey are engineered to build a better stroke. Odyssey completely rebalanced the putter by using a multi-material shaft that moved weight towards the head and the grip. You'll feel the difference immediately. With every putt, you'll actually be building a better stroke. And a better stroke is what makes more putts. The new Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Learn more at odysseygolf.com. At the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Big Bertha. It's an iconic name, some of the longest and straightest clubs in all of golf. Well now, the legend just got even easier to hit. The new Big Bertha irons from Callaway are powered by a suspended energy core, a totally new construction to deliver easy launch, long, consistent distance with incredible sound and feel. This is by far Callaway's easiest to launch distance iron ever. Get big time distance now. Experience Big Bertha irons today at your local golf shop or at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf, the number one driver this week. At the Genesis Open is the Epic Flash. If you haven't checked out Flash Face Technology, with uh, the assistance of AI that Callaway is producing you to do so, Epic Flash available at CallawayGolf.com or your favorite retailer. But more details at CallawayGolf.com. Congrats, guys, and uh, well done on on uh, winning the count and dominating all six worldwide tours this week as well. So impressive stuff. All right, uh, let let's attack the future thing, right? I mean, attack is not the wrong word. Let's let's take this on. Uh, 
I, I've been reading a lot of the comments. I've, you know, when I first brought this up last week with you, Bob, your 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 stance a couple was. Couple weeks ago. Has it been a couple weeks already? Yeah, it's been two or three. It, it's been like three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. That it finally <clears throat> all started to surface. And yeah. your your stance initially was, it's none of our business. It isn't. Do you do you maintain that same position now? Okay, so the relationship between a caddy and a player. Yeah. And what what the caddy gets paid? It's not. It's none of our business. Both are independent contractors. Both have an agreement. Um, you know, for the most part, caddy. We know what the caddy scale is, but for each individual player and each individual caddy, that's it can be different. Some guys make fifteen hundred a week. Some guys make three thousand a week. Some guys don't make a percentage. Some guys might make seven thousand a week or ten thousand a week and not get a percentage. So it, it it just depends on what they agree to. And what they agreed to was less than what he paid him initially. Yes, correct. They agreed on four grand if you want if he got top ten and he yep. paid him five. Yes. Yeah. But okay and Brandon Chambly put out on Twitter also that look this guy gets 200 bucks a day. Works yeah. works 6 days a week. Mm-hmm. And so he basically uh it was paying him five times or whatever the amount is is normal is normal caddy rate. Well, yeah, if I'm staying down there in Playa del Carmen playing golf and I take the guy out and he normally makes 200 bucks and I pay him 400 bucks Great, but that's that's because I'm t- Joe Torres. But when you're top ten in earnings on the PGA Tour and you guy caddies for you in a professional event and you win, yeah, calling him your lucky charm and all this kind of stuff, and it's the first time you've won in several years, right? Four years or whatever, yeah. And you made 1.3 million dollars. There, you just can't. I I don't know how you can really think hey, that it was a little something for the effort. <laughs> Somebody did post that. Maybe on his deathbed, he'll receive total consciousness. That was actually my favorite one so far. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, but how how could you think that a 1.3 million dollar earnings mm-hmm. and a five thousand dollar yeah basically you gave him a thousand dollar tip because you gave him a thousand bucks over what was apparently agreed upon. Right. How how could you think that tipping a guy a grand when you just won over a million is going to be that's cool. It's just going to look bad. Yeah. You have to know that that's not going to go course. well. Of course. Of course. Whether it's our business or not, the guys are it's up there they are public figures. And the reason why they're compensated probably more so off the golf course than they are on the golf course, meaning their endorsements because of who they are and their personality. The reason why Matt Kuchar is so wildly popular is because he's Joe Good guy. Yeah. He's always smiling. Nobody ever has a bad thing to say about him. People love yelling, cooch, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's, I mean, I've never heard anybody say a bad word about Matt Kuchar. All of a sudden, this comes out, and now people are saying, oh, that guy's cheap. And let's just say, for instance, and and along the cheap comment, people are like, well, what did you expect from a guy that wears Skechers to a golf course? Okay, <laughs> so Skechers is one of his endorsements. Right. Do you think Skechers wants to endorse the, the? They don't want that persona. Is that the? That's not the. That's not what they were going after right. when they pay millions. Exactly. Who know? I don't know what he gets paid, but let's just assume he gets paid millions of dollars to Probably endorse does. a product. Yeah. They don't want it to the, the the reaction to be 
oh, those are cheap shoes because that's a cheap guy. Yeah. So now you're putting millions of dollars in jeopardy for what you could have just threw. In fact, at the time, if you had thrown the guy $25,000, $30,000, he would have probably been over the moon. Yeah. But now you let it, you leave it hanging there, and then people get to him. Starts and Starts to fester. Fester yep. is the right word. Yeah, it is. And then all of a sudden now he says, I want $50,000. Yeah. So at that point, he held all the cards. Yeah. What was Matt going to say? He had all the leverage. Leverage is correct. Leverage <laughs> says I. So I think it's somewhere between doing the right thing and extortion. Yes. Because, I agree. I mean, the guy 100%. held him hostage. Yes, he did. And he set a bit of a precedence that if you just publicly shame somebody, you can ask for whatever you want. Right. The other side of that is uh, I, it's never too late to do the right thing. Paying him the money was doing the right thing. As right. I started re- hearing, in fact, you called me and read me the statement uh-huh. as I was listening to you read it to you me. You were laughing, man. Well, it was, I was funny. I was laughing because it's so public relations 101 that was yes. going on here. But, yes. Um, it, the point the point is, is I, when I heard him say he paid the whole $50,000 he asked uh-huh. for, I thought, you got it's got to be more. At, at this point, when you're in damage control, you can't just pay him what he asked for. And by the way, some people took that in. In his words asked for mm. versus deserved. People think he should have said he deserved and he yeah. never went that far. Yeah. Who cares? I'm not going to get into the semantics of, yeah. his, of his apology. Mm-hmm. He apologized and moved on. Uh, but I kept thinking, you got to do something more. Well, he and does. He did. Yeah. And he donated some money. Uh, yeah. He made a donation to the event for, for their philanthropic things that they do for the area and um, the charities. Which, is, which was perfect, perfect. because I guaranteed at the time, after all this thing came out, the last thing you wanted to do was give that caddy a dime more. Like, right. I guarantee he'll never caddy for him again. Cooch, yeah. this, this has been a nightmare for Cooch, right? Right. And I'm sure he doesn't appreciate the way it's handled, Not, nor does the caddy appreciate the way Cooch did it, apparently. Right. right. But at the end of the day, guy's going to get $50,000. Yep. It's gonna... Now, the other side of the story that came out, and it uh, was in the New York Post, is that Mark Steinberg, Matt's agent, should have just handled this thing, and apparently they offered him fifteen grand. Well, he tried to, to go away. Steinberg, Steinberg tried to get him, give him fifteen to make it twenty total. Yeah. To get him to go away, and he said no. And I and I have to agree with Hank Haney's take on this one when he said, "Look, man, this is chump change for what you get paid as an agent." Right. It's chump change. Pay the extra thirty grand and go away. Thirty. It's it. Thirty grand. You've got millions and millions of dollars at stake here. Yep. From your client and all of his. I mean, we mentioned. Get sketchers. out in front of That's it and get it done. Knock that thing out of there and call it good, and and everybody goes away. When when the when the story first surfaced, all he had to do all he had to do was was do what, pay the fifty, make the statement like he ended up making. Mm-hmm. Done. It's gone. Instead of five or six weeks down the road. No, and, you know, when, and it's, it's still going. Wildfire. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he did mention in the, in Matt's statement, you can read it online, but a couple of things I took away was uh, th- this week, and Matt made some comments as well that basically said he doesn't lose sleep about over this. And, you know, uh, yeah. And it sounded bad. And he said, I made comments that were out of touch and insensitive, making a bad situation worse. They made it seem like I was marginalizing David Ortiz and his financial situation, which was not my intention. I read them again and cringed. That is not who I am, nor what I want to represent. Da, da, da. So yeah. he goes on and on and on, and then he says, I never wanted to bring negativity to Mayakoba Golf Classic. So he wants to represent the tournament, so he's going to pay this deal. So 
he says golf is a game where penalties is how he finishes it he apologizes to the fans and all those and he says golf is a game where we call penalties on ourselves i should have done that long ago and not let this situation escalate matt Kuchar. Yeah. it was a great apology it was um he paid the guy everything, so he can't say anything more. He gave an additional donation to the golf t- tournament for that. And he charities. apologized to and everybody. He, yeah. Family, friends, sponsors, everything. And apologized he to made everybody. a mistake. Yep. And Zach Johnson responded and said that that's this is the this is what my true this is a true friend I really know and yep. all this kind of stuff. He acknowledged his mistake, he apologized and made it right. No one's saying he didn't make a mistake. So I think you gotta be clear. I think it was a mistake. I think it was a mistake to leave it hanging. I don't care if it was agreed upon or not. That's kind of a it's just bad form. Yeah. And so <clears throat> he's 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 righted that ship. I think there's been some reputation damage. I don't. I think it'll be lingering with him for a while. But he did it. It's over. Let's let it die. Yeah. Caddy joins us next. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for being with us. This segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And again, Odyssey with another sweep of the tours as well. The number one putters, number one putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com. So continuing on this uh, discussion, uh, you you made a comment is just after we uh, went to break there, and you said you think this is this will go away in the over in the overall scheme of things, I think it'll go away because yeah. it's just not that egregious. It's I I just don't see it as being that big of a deal. So what do you think of when you think of egregious things by golfers? Um. So if it, I I mean. The biggest one in the most recent era of time and that kind of thing is Tiger. Yeah, Tiger the fire hydrant, all that spilled out. And everything that came out around that. And I think that was, I I think that was, had it took on such a life because there was, we all had this image, one image, one image of him one way. And then all of a sudden, there's something completely different. And when when you feel duped, that's almost the worst, right? Yep. But everybody's back on Tiger. We're good. Everybody's good. Yeah. He's winning. He's he's made it. He's gone on. Because I think people separate Tiger on course and separate Tiger personal. Yeah, the Sergio tirade. Yeah. And I, and I think of Sergio spitting in the cup. I still think about that. Yeah. Which I get it, but it's people still talk about it though. And, and is it really that big of yeah. a deal? Yeah. I mean, Sergio flipped off the New York crowd. Yeah. I mean, there was lots of things that went. How about Rory helicopter and a three iron into the lake of Durant? Yeah. I mean, do you? <laughs> yeah. I, but I, so I look at all these types of different egregiences that these mm-hmm. golfers come up with. But I think getting duped, if people put on one thing and yeah. then they're actually something else, I think yeah. that's one of the hardest things for the public to forgive. Yeah. And Matt Kuchar's smiling, nice guy, and all of a sudden it's like, wait, what? How could you do that, Matt? I thought you were the good guy. <laughs> I th- so yeah, I. Th- I think infidelity and things like that is so commonplace in the world these days that people are, tend to be quick to forgive. Yeah, um, cheating in golf is one that that'll never leave you, and uh, this whole idea of you know being cheap, I think is one. I think it's gonna be tough. I I agree with you. It should go away. I don't know. If I think it will. I think conduct unbecoming a serious misconduct or con- conduct unbecoming a professional golfer. Yeah, that's. That's a big deal. I agree. I mean, John Daly. I mean, how, how many stories was there about Daly? Yeah. I mean, but people still love him. Phil Mickelson hit a moving ball at the U.S. Open. That seemed to be. <gasps> and then that's almost like nothing. Yeah. Now. Let's bring in the caddy. There are bag rats. <laughs> and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. Can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, 
The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. All right, Caddy, you, you heard us uh, what we're talking about. I'm sure you're anxious to join this conversation. What do you think? Well, you know, I've described the gallery ropes as the zone of temporary insanity. <laughs> Once a player sets foot inside those ropes, the standards for behavior, for this or that, while not changed, can be forgiven in a court of law when sentencing the player later in life. Yeah. So you golf, everybody who's played golf, you stop just a second, right? And I'm not forgiving anything. I'm explaining it. This is, there's, there's, there's the, there's the world the way we wish it was and the world, there's the world the way it is. And sometimes you have to come to the realization that that's how it is and how do we deal with it, right? So for example, everybody who's played golf has lost their mind on the golf course. I saw Mike Reed slam a club down and break it one time. No way. Yes. <laughs> yes. At the, at, at the tradition, not the tradition, um, at the Geldwin in, 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 uh, in Oregon. Was it in 89 when he had two opportunities to win majors and didn't? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It was way after that. But oh. see, see that, that, that was in the, in the memory banks and, it had not gone away, and it had festered and boiled and built up. And, <laughs> and over, you know. just, just I mean, everybody's over had relations. Everybody's had relationships with people where some something just blows up for no reason whatsoever. It's because of all the past stuff that's accumulated that you've never dealt with, or that you can't deal. Whatever you know. Look, golf drives you crazy, and the real question is, you're going to do things you wish you hadn't done. Everybody's done it, and can you learn from the experiences? Can you grow? Can you mature from it? Right. Um, Sergio alluded to some things that maybe happened to him that week that put a lot of stress on him, outside influences, right? And it's understandable. If I'm, if I'm sleepy or if I'm hungry or something, I'm going to be hangry or tired and hungry. I'm not going to be as nice a guy. I understand that, right? So what that means is you now put yourself in a position when you understand you're not going to be a nice person today like you normally are. Don't put yourself in situations where that's going to cause you problems, right? Maybe you withdraw from the tournament. Say, I shouldn't be playing this week because I've got these stresses in my life. That's part of being mature. Um, it's part of how you deal with it to behave better. And some people are good at that. Some people have trouble with it. We're all different personalities. Um, so I'm not excusing any of the behavior. I don't like the behavior. I think it's awful. But I'm just explaining it. And, and then... Maybe it's you know up to that person to seek counsel or to be a little introspective and say, okay, you know, I don't like the way I did this. I'm not happy with this. How do I deal with it? And some people will, and some people won't. Anyway, I'll slow down. That's wow. Yeah, that's good stuff. I'm taking yeah, notes I, I over look, here. So, so the American public, sporting public, is very forgiving. And here's what the here's what here's what the public reacts to. Um, Tiger Woods being the incredible performer he was, was Superman for many years. He was on a pedestal. Even if you, you didn't have to like Tiger, but everybody respected Tiger and his abilities and his performances, period. I mean, there's no question. Lots of people were intimidated by Tiger and this and that. Then you have Phil Mickelson, who's another guy who also has great talents and 
superhuman talents, but he's also superhuman. Phil will make an eight on a hole just like we will. So we can kind of relate to Phil even though we can't relate to Phil. And that makes Phil really attractive to people because unlike Tiger, well, he can be superhuman. You can also touch him, right? You can't touch Tiger. Nobody can relate to anything Tiger does because we can't do it. We can't dunk like Michael Jordan. We just can't relate to that. But we can relate to Seth Curry, who's, you know, although he's 6'3", he's a little guy, right? And he can throw up shots. And we can all kind of relate more to that than doing some wild dunk or something, right? So, or the underdog, yeah. Or the underdog. And then there's John Daly, who has all kinds of faults. And the reason Daly is so embraced by so many people is because he's just like meeting somebody in the line at Walmart and going to play with them. And they just happen to win the British open once in a while. <laughs> and, but they also fall down like crazy, you know, drinking problems, all kinds of issues. And Daly's just kind of right out there with it. Like, yeah, I got a problem. Here's what it is. He just bears his soul and people yeah. love that. Yeah. Right. So, and people are very forgiving when you basically fess up to it and say, look, I screwed up. I'm sorry. You know, I, the PR management blows me away. Whenever a celebrity messes up, the first thing, all they need to do is come out and say, yeah, I did it. I'm sorry. I'm so, I screwed up. I'm sorry. I'm human. Because now there's no more ammo left to attack them with. Right? There's, and, and people are very, very forgiving and very willing to give second chances. But what people don't like and what people really react negatively to is when you try to explain it away or, or cover it up or, or yep. not admit to it. Or, and look, all that does is make it worse because eventually either you're going to have to really just come out plain and simple with it, or if you don't, you're not going to be liked forever. So, you know, it's tough to sit there and say, hey, I, yeah, gosh, I was a bad person. I screwed up. It's, it's hard to do, but... The American public is really forgiving. And the reason everybody's embracing Tiger, there's a couple reasons for it. One, time has gone by. Time does heal a lot of wounds. Yep. Even if even if they're never addressed, it does kind of heal wounds unless they're really, really egregious wounds. So that's one lesson. Two is Tiger made a statement that winning takes care of everything. And that's true. Now, whether you think that's good or bad, I'll leave that up to everybody's opinion, but it is true. You win a lot. It makes people forgive a lot. Um, but, you know, also Tiger is, he is more human now, like Phil. He's not what he was before That's for true. lots of reasons. Just the physical stuff alone, four back surgeries. We saw him chili dipping shots. I mean, how awful did he play a few times? And all of a sudden Tiger became, wow, he's human all of a sudden. Superman has found kryptonite. And so that in, probably endeared him to a lot of people, especially when, unlike us, he can become superhuman again. Yeah. And kind of, he's not the Tiger Woods he was, but he's certainly the Tiger Woods that nobody thought was going to come back after his fourth surgery. I mean, nobody thought he was coming back. I, you know, Bob, the, you and I described, we saw him do so much good stuff, we always thought, yeah, he, he can do it, right? He can do it. If anybody can do it, he can do it. But there wasn't a whole lot of hope for him to do what That's he did. Right. Like, That's right. 
even hey, at the beginning of the last year. Hey, Caddy, real quickly before we, because we're about out of time. But do you think that uh, going back to the Kucher thing, do you think what he did is was that the right thing to do at the end? I, absolutely, the right thing to yeah. do. And I read, I read one of the, I, I read some transcripts, and I thought he handled it as well as he could handle it. Um, I think it's going to be tough for him to, for people to forget about that. Um, but let's give it time. I mean, I, I've known Cooch forever. He's like the nicest guy you've ever met. He's super nice. And so I'm glad he did that. I think, yeah, it's, I think it makes it much better. No question. Right. You know, it's, it's going to go away at some point this year, but it'll, it'll get, it'll get brought up again next year when he plays at Mayakoba and then, and then it'll be done. Yeah, I think you're probably right, Bob. Have that one-year cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Inter- yeah, we'll the anniversary. See. Yep. All right. Well, but look, I'm happy. I'm happy for two camps. Y- there you go. Yeah. There exactly. You go. Yep. All right, Caddy. Good stuff, man. Uh, we appreciate it. I, you you kind of just laid it out for us. I like that. Nice job. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Talk to you soon. Scatty joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Just let, he's, let that guy go. Let man. him go. Ask him a question, let him go. He gave us a lesson today. That's right. I'm going to do a little philosophical. <laughs> I think it's That's interesting. Good. People are willing to forgive a lot of things. People don't like the people. I'll tell you this. I'll give you. I'll finish my take next. Stay tuned. Okay. Short break. Also, Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, joins us from Los Angeles and the Genesis Open next. Right here on Real Golf Radio. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. uh, Something is getting closer. Holy. And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it 
or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show, Brian and Bob. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, uh, Chrome Soft's not just another tour ball. It's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low-compression, low-spin tour ball, others said, you know what, they might be onto something and try to do the same thing, but they can't because Chrome Soft is the only ball engineered with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the green. See for yourself what everyone's playing and loving Chrome Soft. Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. CallawayGolf.com. Um, we appreciate you being with us. Rex Hoggard will join us here in just a moment. This is my thought that I was going to finish up. People love stories where you elevate somebody else. Yeah. Where you give somebody else an opportunity, where you reach out and help the less fortunate. Anything you can do in those situations, the, the people that help the homeless, um, people that uh, reach out to someone who is uh, less able than they are. Those stories of human goodness, people thrive on that stuff. Yeah. You brought up in the break a perfect example. Yeah. How many times? How many stories do we hear about when Phil Mickelson leaves these giant tips for people? Yeah. They love it. Uh, they eat it up. And so in this case, it's just it was a no-win situation for Cooch. No one's going to be able to separate the fact that Coocher has a lot of money and the caddy doesn't. And you have an opportunity to change his life. Yeah. And you had a great thing happened to you in winning this golf tournament you made another million to your already 40 million on course earnings plus double that probably in endorsements so it's just again you can't separate those two things yeah so sadly it was a it was a, like i said it was a no-win situation for cooch actually it was all he had to do was just i mean can you think, let me just let's just start let's turn it around <laughs> this way bob had that thing ended and said, you know what? Because we talked about he had this local caddy. Yeah. Hey, we had a deal for $5,000. I had. I don't think either of us thought we were going to win this thing when we started. This is so great. It's my first win in four years. I just gave the guy my full, if, just like he was my tour caddy, I threw him an extra hundred grand. Yeah. Cooch would have been man of the year. Yes. Honestly, think about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. We'd still be talking about yep. the $100,000 tip that Matt Coocher gave to the caddy in Mexico. I mean, it would have been this guy. I mean, think about. I'm just saying. I don't know if you could put a number on that type of publicity, but my guess is is that he could have capitalized five x, ten x, probably ten x on just that one move alone. Yes. Which is 
a cost of doing business write-off, right? Expense exactly. against his his, his yeah. earnings. Yeah. So it's a win-win, win-win-win. Yes. And instead he went with a loss, 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 loss. And it was just <laughs> anyway. I don't want I didn't want it to show to be about Cooch, but I think it's more about the opportunities that are out there to do the right things. And I think that's Yes. I agree with you. hundred percent. Anyway. What else are we talking about today? Oh, okay. We're talking about the Genesis Open. <laughs> Justin Thomas, wow. Playing some great golf. Ten under par. He's made 14 birdies. 14 birdies in, what, uh, 18, uh, 28, 30 holes. 14 birdies he's made in 30 holes in bad weather conditions. And I like birdies. And I like birdies. That's right. Uh, Adam Scott, 10 under par as well. Um, he He's... He's a mutter like Justin Thomas. He won this event at, when it was a 36-hole event, shortened rain, 2005. He won the Masters in the rain, too. Yes, he did. Um, J.B. Holmes at 9 under par. He's won under four his second round through through uh, 27 How holes. How about that? When's the last time we even mentioned J.B. Yeah. Holmes? Good yeah. for him. And uh, and he shot eight under par in the, in the first round. Luke List, Jordan Spieth. He's kind of been... A little bit of the roller coaster with his rounds, kind of knocking on the door a little bit, but here he is on this golf course. Good start last week, good start this week. Yeah, good start, seven under par. He shot 64. Keegan Bradley is shot 66. Um, he's at six under par. John Rahm continues his good play. He's at five under par. Um, then you, uh, Tony Fino, five under par as well. So Continues um, to play well. This is a good leaderboard. Bryson DeChambeau at four. Unfortunately, Phil, after winning last week, he's at he's at plus one right now. Um, also, uh, Xander Shoffley at plus three, and uh, Tiger Woods minus one right now. So, all right, hanging in there. Hey, let's quickly run out to uh, Riviera and the Genesis Open. Rex Hogger, GolfChannel.com, kind enough to join us. Rex, hey, good morning. How are you? Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, I'm not even going to ask you about Kucher. How's that? Thank you. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> this was the sh- this was the show I wasn't going to talk about, and we just spent the last twenty minutes talking about. It. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, tell us what <laughs> tell us what uh, what's happening out there at Genesis. What a what a grind for the guys yesterday, huh? Oh, it really was, and it's going to be a grind again today. You look at guys. I mean, Tiger got in thirty holes. Uh, Adam Scott got in twenty nine. Everyone got in about that much, and they'll face about the same today as they head out. The good news today is the weather's going to be much better. So I think. We won't get caught up completely. I think we will still have some golf to play Sunday morning to finish up the third round. But I, I think we'll get back on schedule by the time we need to, you know, for the leaders to tee off on Sunday and to finish up Sunday night. Pretty crazy the weather we've had the last couple of weeks there. I, I'll, I'll bet guys are, are getting excited to leave the West Coast and get into some drier weather. Well, it was funny. I was, I was talking with Mark Russell yesterday during lunch. Of course, the rules official for the PGA Tour. And this comes up every year that, you know, it's, Maybe we should think about flipping the West Coast swing and the Florida swing. I live in Florida, and it was raining when I left to come here. So it's not as – we play an outdoor sport. And I, I understand what people are saying, and, and, yes, it's unfortunate when you get weeks like last week at Pebble and this week in L.A., but it, it's kind of the luck of the draw. I mean, you're going to end up with some absolutely beautiful weeks. Sometimes you're going to end up with this. And, and no one likes it. I mean, it was a grind, I think, is what you guys called it. It was, it was very difficult. I think when the guys finished up, it was about – as bad as it could get. The wind was howling. It was cold. It was raining. It was dark. It, it, it is tough, but it's kind of part of the gig. We all know that. Yeah. Rex Hoggard, GolfChannel.com, joining us. One of the guys that I think it was one of the biggest stories coming into the year, but 
so far has yet to be a huge storyline is Jordan Spieth, and he gets out to a great start, although it's it's hard to remember because it feels like a week ago since he played. But uh, what what do you make of Jordan, and what are you seeing with, with Jordan as we start to, you know, again, get approach the Florida swing and the players and the, and the, the Masters and, and the, all the major season coming up, which everyone's anxious to see how Jordan's going to get back in the fray? Well, I think we hear it all the time about golfers making progress and it's small steps, it's incremental. And for Jordan, I, I, I've seen it. If you go back to the Sony Open where he started the season in Hawaii, he, he really didn't have any part of his game. I mean, he missed the cut and played very, very poorly. Looked at his next start in San Diego. There was some improvements with his ball striking, certainly with his putting as well. And then through last week and into this week, and I, I really believe when he says that he's making progress, you can see it in the way he plays. He played in very difficult conditions uh, yesterday to finish up his two rounds. And uh, I think he's in a much better spot now than he was just a month ago. And I think he has, if he continues to progress in that direction, he, he's going to quickly get back to that player that wins on a regular basis and contends on a regular basis and wins majors. You know, uh, this week at the Genesis, uh, Tiger Woods, he's the guy that uh, kind of is hosting everybody along with Genesis there in the event. Um, he's had not too particularly good of a record here. He's never won at, at Riviera, yet he loves the golf course. And then he gets all this weather. Um, thoughts about Tiger and, and uh, what you think will happen over the next, what, seven holes, eight holes, something like that, and uh, his opportunity to make the cut and maybe uh, get back into the mix here. Well, I think the challenge for him is going to be, I mean, he's just one inside the cut line right now. and He's going to tee off. The greens are going to be a little bit fresher than they were yesterday afternoon, but he still has some very, very difficult holes to finish up. And I really think he needs to get at least one, maybe even two under par. Because the problem is going to be the second way, second round afternoon wave is going to go off when yeah. these guys are finished. And we've got probably the week's best scoring conditions waiting for guys today. Today's supposed to be the best day of the entire week. And so it's not going to go the other direction. I mean, I don't see the cut going to over par by any stretch of the imagination. So he's going to have to get one or two under par. I'm sure he knows that. So there'll be a, a little pressure. If you look at what he did in the first round yesterday, it was a ball-striking clinic. I mean, he hit 17 and 18 screens in regulation. He drove the ball on a rope, putted absolutely horribly, 34 putts, four, yeah. four putts. I mean, it was just awful. And then I think as the second round wore on, it got dark, it got cold, it got rainy. It took its toll. It took its toll on everyone. I mean, it took its toll on Justin Thomas, who is not half his age, but close to half Tiger's age. So I think that was kind of part of the issue yesterday. But he has to get to, he probably has to get one more under par to be safe for the weekend. You know, Tiger has uh, been nothing short of. Uh marvelous and impressive and you know we just have continually been amazed throughout his career the things he could do but there's a couple things we've learned and one is is that he just doesn't win at Riviera and two he doesn't putt well on slow greens and so when you get the water on these greens it looked to me like he just struggled with speed and we used to joke about how that was always his his go-to alibi when he didn't putt well but it's been enough there's there's enough evidence there's enough body of work that you say you know what yeah Tiger does not putt well when he can't get the speed down huh no, I think that's absolutely true. He loves faster greens, i.e. his record at, at Masters. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I think yesterday was a perfect example of that. Now, his record at Riviera makes no sense to me. I did a column on it earlier in the week. I mean, it's the type of golf course that really should set up perfectly for yeah. Davey. It sets up well for a big high fade. I, I think it demands a lot from your short game. And those are two things that are kind of a hallmark of Tiger's career. And for him not to have one here is just baffling to me. 
It yeah. is, and that's where he got his start, too. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, so. Hey, Phil Mickelson's win last week. How big was that for him? I think it was huge. And in a, in a weird way, and having been there, I don't know that I would have said this at the time, but I think that match with, with Tiger in Las Vegas really inspired him. And, and I know it's kind of silly to say because, you know, it was just a, a one-day deal and it ended with a wedge shot, you know, a tiny little flip wedge and a playoff. But I just really think that that really gave him something to work for during the offseason, talk to people around him, and how much more focused he was, how much more dedicated, how much more work he put into the gym. I think all of that is kind of a byproduct of the fact that, look, he feels like he can still compete at 48 years old. It's the idea that he's competing again against Tiger Woods, like, you know, we turn back the clock to 1997, I think that inspires him. Do you think he'll supersede Tiger as the biggest story that week in Pebble for the U.S. Open? Uh, yes, I think so for a lot of different reasons. I mean, obviously, you know, trying to get that first U.S. Open title to complete the career Grand Slam, I think it's, we're going to go back to what happened last year at Shinnecock. It, you mm-hmm. know, it's behavior on the greens. I think that'll be part of it. And, it, and yeah, I, I certainly think so. Yeah, well, it'll be fun to watch for sure. Rex, thanks for taking some time. I know it's early out there on the West Coast, but good luck today, and uh, we appreciate you uh, checking in with us. Good stuff on GolfChannel.com. Thanks. See you guys. Thanks, Rex. Rex Hoggard joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. You can read his stuff at golfchannel.com. He wrote a nice article about Mother Nature and Father Time conspire against Woods at Riviera. I know he probably doesn't write his own headlines, but it's a pretty good headline. Great article. Check it out. All right, we'll wrap things up. Some final thoughts next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. So much for not having uh, a Matt Kuchar discussion today. <laughs> uh, appreciate Dave Neville for joining us. Callaway Golf talking about the new wedges, the new filled uh, PM grind wedges available mm-hmm. in stores now. Uh, the caddy joined us, Rex Hogger from GolfChannel.com from the Genesis LA Open, where they are trying to finish up their second round today, get the third round completed, hopefully, and then have Sunday completion of the final round out there. Well, I don't think they'll finish the third round today. I think they'll get the second round done plus some of the third round, and then they'll finish the third round on Sunday morning and uh, finish the tournament on Sunday afternoon. It's been a wet, one of those wet years. Yeah. You just have to face it on the West Coast, and sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. Yeah, that's exactly right. But it is what it is. Like Rex said, it's an outdoor sport, so you deal with it, right? Yep, that's right. Um, my biggest takeaway <laughs> from, from our show today is, I, I'm loving the, the the leaderboard. Yeah. Out there at Genesis, mm-hmm. I love seeing Jordan up there. Yep. Tony, Bryson, um, you know, Adam Scott, JB Holmes. You got a little blast from the past. Plus Justin Thomas, which is you know the up and comers. I mean, you've got you know and, and current superstars. Yeah. You got a great looking leaderboard, and it's all shaping up. One of the things I thought was in, an interesting thing is if we were to say, Hey, who's your favorite to win the Masters right now? Is it Phil Mickelson because he just won last week? You know, guys won uh, three Green Jackets, right, Phil? So you think. Maybe Phil's it's this his year. Now yeah. Justin Thomas is playing. Nope, Justin's going to win the Masters. Or yep. you, you know, it, it, Dustin Johnson is not playing that good of golf right now. So he would be a guy that you would say, no, he's not going to have a chance. It's a what have you Neither done for Rory. me lately, right? Yeah. Rory's an interesting example as well. But it's amazing how one good week and all of a sudden it's like, yep, they're oh, back. Yep. Yeah, Rory. You know, and Rory is playing more events on the PGA Tour. At the beginning of the year, because he's focusing on being ready for Augusta, he wants to get that. He wants to check that one off and get that one done, so he gets his career grand slam, and then he can go on. So the other thing I'm taking away from this is I just I loved watching Phil win last week. Yeah, it's fun. His videos on Twitter, yeah, Instagram, and now he just opened up a Facebook yeah. page this yeah. week. It's definitely entertainment if you're into that. And Tiger can't wait to get away from Riviera and the West <laughs> West Coast. Our producers, Dave Glass. For Bob, I'm Brian. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.